Every day when I get up in the morning, I start researching for this radio program. And as I look through the news and my emails, I realize the world has just gone crazy. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to another edition of Truth to Ponder. It's a Thursday and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, a little bit of an apology for those that listen as a podcast. We're running just a little bit late in getting the program posted today. I know that many try to listen earlier in the day, and, and my apologies. It's been a busy morning, and I will tell you some good news. I had one of my first decent night's sleep last night as I recuperate from this procedure that I had a couple of weeks ago. Now, I haven't had a full night's sleep in over two weeks. I've been getting up on average two to four times or more a night. Last night was just one time, and I'd had at least four hours sleep. And another five hours, which is unheard of for me. So I'm thankful for the rest, and, and I'm doing much better. And, and the prayers that you have given me mean more to me than you will ever know. I've got a busy radio program today, and I'm not sure how I'm going to get to everything that I have. It's going to probably spill some of this into tomorrow and maybe even into next week. Let me start by sharing just a couple of things. When you you look at the things that we're told are completely normal today. In other words, the news media, the mainstream news media... Even some of the conservative news media, believe it or not, not all, but some. The public school system, many politicians, school boards, county commissions, county, whatever you've got, if you call them wherever you live at, city commissions or councils. We are told we must now believe the following things. And, and if we don't believe these things, there's something wrong with us. Now, I want you to listen carefully. We must believe that men are having babies. I mean, you can't say that men can't have babies. If you do, you're some kind of a, a phobe. I, I can't remember which phobe it is today or phobia it is. You have transphobia, transphobes. Uh, LBGTQ phobes, homophobes, racist. I mean, all these titles are thrown at you like rocks to beat you up. And people finally just get so tired of it. They just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. So, So you're a man having a baby, whatever. You don't even confront the evil, the stupidity, and the insanity of it all any longer. You get tired of being beaten up. We're told we must defund the police while crime skyrockets, except when it's the week before election and you are a leftist and you notice your numbers weren't so good. Then you become a born-again believer in the police department until after the election. Then Then it's business as usual. We keep printing money and more money and more money while inflation hits a 40-some-odd-year high. Gas prices go up because we stop being energy 
independent here in the United States and the Western world, and we move to being dependent upon others and trying to force technologies that are not ready for prime time to make up the difference. All in the name of climate change. I played for you an audio cut yesterday, and while we are here at that this moment talking about climate change, I want you to listen carefully again. This is the General Secretary of the United Nations as they discuss and prepare for the global Armageddon of climate change. And this is going to be the new COVID. This is going to be the new fear. This is going to be the new control mechanism that is going to deeply impact every aspect of your life. And I'm going to share some of those aspects that will be impacted in just a moment. But here is the Secretary General of the United Nations. Listen carefully to every lie, every mistruth, every piece of propaganda that spills out of this reprobate's mouth. This UN Climate Conference is a reminder that the answer is in our hands. And the clock is ticking. We are in the fight of our lives and we are losing. Greenhouse gas emissions keep growing. Global temperatures keep rising. And our planet is fast approaching tipping points that will make climate chaos irreversible. We are on a highway to climate hell with our foot still on the accelerator. The war in Ukraine, other conflicts have caused so much bloodshed and violence and their dramatic impacts all over the world. But we cannot we cannot accept that uh, our attention is not focused on climate change. We must, of course, work together to support peace efforts and then the tremendous suffering. But climate change is on a different timeline and a different scale. It is the defining issue of our age. It is the central challenge of our century. It is unacceptable, outrageous and self-defeating to put it on the back burner. So that is UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres as he talks about a week ago, a little over a week ago, about climate change. This was the this was the op- one of the opening speeches at the climate change conference held in Egypt, COP27. And and let me tell you this this march about climate change has been relentless for over 30 years if you have followed if if you have followed this climate change narrative like i have you begin to understand several things it is one of the greatest lies perpetuated on the human race not just in the united states but all over all over Europe, all over Canada, Australia, New Zealand. We are told that we are destroying the planet with man-made activity. We are producing carbon dioxide, greenhouse gases, emissions, 
destruction and the temperature will keep on warming. You know, I, I, I remember Rush Limbaugh had a, had a comedy bit where Al Gore is supposedly singing, you know, the earth is a burning ball of fire. And we were told that relentlessly, starting when global cooling was a failure. You remember that? Do you remember the 1970s being told we're heading to an ice age because of mankind? The science is settled. Believe it. Be prepared for snowfalls in Miami by the middle or latter part of the 1980s. I can remember hearing it. I can remember being in high school, beginning my radio career, and we had Earth Day. And I had a chance with a tape recorder to go out there and cover Earth Day in our community. And scientists and climatologists and expert after expert after expert got up before the podium and made these little speeches about how we were destroying the planet and we only had 10 years left, if that. We had till 1980 to turn this bus around or there'd be a climate disaster. And we wouldn't even have Florida to escape to any longer to get away from the bitter and awful dark winters that lie ahead. And we heard about it for several years. And all of a sudden, you didn't hear much about it anymore on the TV. Why? Because it wasn't getting colder. It was getting warmer. Well, how can that be? I thought we were freezing ourselves to death. And so the narrative slowly shifted, kind of like a big, you know, cargo ship in the ocean it takes a while to make that turn and so over a long period of time the narrative began to to adapt that maybe maybe our industries were causing global warming and then this this complete liar produced what was called the hockey stick graph that showed the climate of the earth had always been consistent for ages until the beginning of the industrial age, then poof, up it goes. It turned out the data used for that was all fraudulent, which means that that graph that everybody was told to believe back in the 90s and early 2000s was a fraud. Climate change is the new COVID. It's going to control every aspect of your life Believe me on that. Believe me. And so you go back to last week and you've got the UN Secretary General talking about this is the issue. Our foot is on the accelerator. We're coming to the point as, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says, we have 12 years left. She said that, what, four years ago. So I guess we have eight years left. Or it's everlastingly too late. They've been saying this over and over and over again. And all the, this is what you have to understand when you want to tear this apart. I'm not going to spend any more time on this. Every prediction that has been made 
for over 50 years that should have occurred by now has failed to materialize. Every one of them. They've all failed. The oceans have not consumed Manhattan. Instead, the elites go buy more property at Martha's Vineyard. My home in Florida is still above water. Those are the kind of places that were supposed to be inundated. Hurricanes are not more frequent or more powerful. Yeah, we just had some storms in Florida. We had Ian. But when you look at the number of storms in the past 50-some-odd years, they're no worse than they were 50, 57, 60 years ago, or 100 years ago, or 150 years ago. We are not generating hurricanes. Though the indoctrination centers that run around calling themselves a school system, that's a lie. They're indoctrination centers. It's all about politics, and I'll be getting to them in just a moment. We learned one thing about COVID. And I have a lot of things I could share. I'm not going to get into them today. What I've come to conclude, and I think the evidence is overwhelming, COVID was used and abused and pushed to a level of fear. Anything that could be called COVID in a hospital was called COVID for the reasons of money. Whether And, and if you died, they just got more money. If they could call your whatever you had COVID. I can't get into detail, but my wife has a friend that lives out west. And, and they talk about this guy in the hospital. He's losing muscle mass because of COVID. This is ridiculous. He's been losing muscle mass for over a year because he's homebound. It just didn't start a week or two ago when he allegedly got COVID. This is the nonsense we're having to put up with, and we're being forced to believe it. And people like, I know many people are getting to the point, I've had enough. I can't deal with this. Yeah, whatever. Believe what you want. Leave me out of it. People are getting so disgusted. They don't want to be beaten up in the marketplace of ideas. And so what do they do? They quietly retreat and just shut up and cease to talk. And then the left controls the narrative. So what other kind of idiotic and ridiculous things are are we being told we have to believe in? A lot of stuff, to be quite honest. We are told we have to believe that men can be women, women can be men, men can have babies, This gender fluidity has always been with us. We just didn't want to talk about it. Children in the womb know they're in the wrong bodies. We've been told that. Now, which presents to me a real problem for you degenerate reprobate leftists that push such nonsense, silliness, and satanically inspired vermin knowledge into our schools. It's a venom. What they're spreading is venom, poison. You now tell us that babies know in the womb that they are in the wrong body. That I'm really a girl in a boy's body or vice versa. And out of the same reprobate, filthy mouth, you talk about how it's okay to kill them in the womb. It shows you have no heart, shows you have no conscience. It has been seared by Satan himself. And you've condemned yourself to spend eternity with Satan and his demonic 
minions. Yeah, that includes every politician that is pro-abortion. Every one of you have condemned your souls to eternal hell if you're unrepentant. What? No ifs, ands, or buts about it. A murderer, and that's what an abortionist is, will not enter the kingdom of God. Unrepentant. They won't. And then we have our public school system, our public indoctrination system. Church, listen to me real careful on this one. Where have you been for the last hundred years? You remember when the church used to educate children 150 years ago? You look at the fifth grade textbooks. Yeah, people say, well, you know, a lot of people never got beyond the fifth grade. You look at some of the fifth grade textbooks from 100 years ago and a 12th grader, a second year college student couldn't do half the work in there. There were some standards. And they really had to learn something. You, they, they, they taught in five years what it's taking us 15 years to do. I kid you not. And our public school system has been gradually co-opted, taken over, infiltrated. That's the best way to put it. Infiltrated like a cancer by the godless You know, it's funny, people claim to be atheists, but really what they don't recognize is they're serving demons when they do some of the stuff that I see. So I'm looking at this little video that somebody drew my attention to. And there is this girl, you know, probably in her mid to late 20s. She's got a nose ring and some piercings and a tattoo, and she has green hair. I mean, you know, the Grinch that stole Christmas green hair. Really green. And she's producing a little video to share among her teacher friends. Elementary school teacher friends. And listen to what she says. So here are some ways to help support your LGBTQ students with very minimal effort. Step one is to normalize pronouns in your classroom. So a great way to do this is at the beginning of your class to use pronouns in an icebreaker activity. So ask for your students' pronouns regardless of their identity. Um, This can be really helpful for LGBTQ students and I also share my own pronouns as well as have them in my email signature and I made sure they're in my TikTok bio. Another great and helpful thing to do is to switch up your greetings. So um, I like to avoid gendered language when I talk to my students, so I don't use words like guys or ladies and gentlemen. Instead, I'll choose terms like folks or my students really like guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Uh, They really relate to that. And sometimes I even refer to them as different animals, you know, just to keep it light and fun. So those are some ways to help support your LGBTQ students. Now, let let me just say this. If I was a parent, let's say, I don't know, maybe around 1978, 79, and I was the father of somebody heading to school for the first time, first grade, kindergarten, what have you, maybe even the early 1980s, and if I had known for even one second that my little child was in a school with a teacher like that that believed 
reprobate, satanically inspired nonsense like that to destroy their soul, their minds, their bodies, to break their relationship with God. If I knew that for even one second that was going on with any teacher, that student, that child of mine would not be in that school any longer. That would be the end of it. The total end of it. There are a lot of things in this world we do not want for our children. And a lot of people send me a lot of stuff to look at. And and much of what you send me has a tremendous element of truth. But you also have to be careful about some of the things that are seeded in to the information you send me, which is designed to basically shoot the messenger. Let me explain what I mean by that. There are a lot of things out there that are real and dangerous. You just heard it from this one gal. You heard it about climate change. Those are the obvious. I was sharing this morning with my wife as I'm kind of getting a few notes together in my mind and I, and coming to, into my office to to look at what needs to be discussed today. And I said, if you go back to the 1920s and late 1920s and 1930s in particular in Germany, say what you want, but Joseph Goebbels was an absolute genius. He understood how to control the narrative in his nation. And he did it with a combination of several things. Number one, they controlled their version of Hollywood. No movie could be shown unless it was approved by their movie board. And so the subtle messages were always there, starting in the 1930s, for the Nationalist Socialist Party message. They infiltrated the schools. They started infiltrating even the churches. They controlled what was published in the newspapers and on radio. There was no television yet. They controlled the media. And then they did something that a lot of people do not thoroughly understand to this day. They also seeded some really over-the-top misinformation into the society where people would begin to whisper among themselves about this, that, or the other. Now, that can be used in two different places. Number one, you can sow misinformation to your enemies in warfare so they make bad decisions that cost them. And you can also sow what I call low-hanging fruit misinformation. And I'm surprised how many people glean onto some of this stuff and really believe it and add that to all the things that they know are wrong and just make the list longer. The problem is some of the stuff that gets seeded into the conversations that you and I are supposed to be having was seeded for a purpose to discredit you. Now, I shared with you, and I'm willing to accept that I made a mistake over a week ago. Somebody shared with me a video. And at first glance, when I watched it, I didn't catch the very clever edit. It was done very well. I didn't spot it. And I shared the audio, and the audio was false. 
by taking out a couple of words and a little part of a sentence, it completely changed what the person was saying, and I made the mistake of sharing it with you. Now, you got to remember, about a week ago, I was trying to get, because of my healing process and and post-surgery, trying to get some radio shows done when I was up to it. I just didn't put the effort in as I normally do on every story I try to share. I didn't go the extra mile to double check to make sure I wasn't sharing something that was inaccurate. And I got nailed. And so I'm not going to get into that list of things, but trust me, there are lots of things out there to be worried about and lots of things that are not even really ready for prime time that you shouldn't be worried about yet. And some of them are technical nonsense, just silliness and nonsense that if you're not in in engineering, you're going to believe things that are simply not true. It sounds good. I've seen a lot of videos you've sent me, and I can tear them apart as total technical garbage, nonsense, silliness, stupidity designed to make you look silly and stupid yourself. Be careful. There's so much misinformation intentionally being filtered into the system. So people that produce these daily videos, there are a lot of them out there, and they often jump down the rabbit trail, and I'm shaking my head going, one of these days when they're ready to pull your plug, they will have the evidence on you to make you look foolish. And they will discredit you entirely by the misinformation you believed. Now, there's plenty of stuff to worry about that is real. Number one, there is a great reset that the globalists desire. They do want a one world government. They've wanted that since before the Roman Empire. This is nothing new. This is the same satanic playbook over and over again. They want you dependent upon the state. Go back to the Roman Empire. Go back 2,000 years. Go back 4,000 years. The same playbook. They, They talk about universal basic income. It's only fair that nobody ever has to worry about not having a roof over their head or food on their table. So everybody starts out with a level playing field of being able to, you know, survive comfortably. We then must believe that the world is overpopulated. So we need to eventually depopulate the world. Now, how that'll be accomplished, there's a lot of theories. I'm not going to say which it is and which it isn't. I, I get weary about all the vaccine mandates. They try to see how far they can force people to go starting in 2021, late 20 and 2021. And a lot of people were willing to do it because they were in fear. A lot of people today are beginning to understand they don't work. I mean, I, I, get, I get a laugh. Come on. I'm watching, and I'm watching one of the conservative TV networks last night, Fox News. And there's this silly commercial out there from the CDC about let's all get our vaccine for Thanksgiving. Whoopee. We have the new bivariant vaccine. Well, they don't bother to tell you 
that the by the variant that this vaccine is supposedly targeting is no longer circulating. COVID has moved on from that variant to another variant of Omicron. And and they try to make you believe this nonsense that, well, it gives you mild symptoms. Well, no, as this virus has been morphing, it becomes more infectious and the symptoms are less deadly, less threatening, and vastly milder. And then you have to ask yourself the question, How many people keep coming down with a second and third case of COVID? And what do all of those people with a second and third case of COVID have in common? (laughs) They're vaccinated and boosted and boosted again. But we need the vaccine. Get the vaccine or you're going to die. Look, there are a lot of things out there to be afraid of. I am not as fearful as some of the technology that many of you want me to be because I understand the technology. And I I get emails and videos to look at, and I look at them, I'm going, you know, this is the kind of stuff that Goebbels would filter out there into the society to discredit those that would... It's a way of discrediting. Because all you have to do is put enough of this low-hanging fruit out there that people who do not understand believe and begin to share. And then you give Google and everybody a good reason to say, that's disinformation, shut them down. Be real careful. Really careful. Unless you understand something or have enough empirical evidence in front of you to know that what you're sharing has an element of truth. Don't allow yourself to be an agent of the state to discredit those trying to share truth. See, my wife once said this about people in in ministry. You can have somebody that has got 90% truth behind them. They're 90% correct on everything they say, but the 10% poison in that entire body of stuff they're sharing is enough to kill and destroy. The 90% is true. The 10% will destroy it. We need to focus on those things that we can understand, visibly see, and even at school board levels and what have you, control. Now, when I get back, I will share a few things about technology and things that you really should be concerned about. Now, I wanted to share some other stuff in this first segment of the program. I just never could get to it all. But I'm really praying about what to do with this program as the months and hopefully years come forth that God gives us. I've been doing this radio program in this format now for about eh, two and a half years. Not quite, but it'll be two and a half years as we enter the beginning of next year sometime. And I've been, I've never missed a day of this program going out, whether I have a guest host and I'm still assembling it. I've been doing this consistently. And, And I know that 
you can't keep talking about certain things over and over again. Yes, yeah, some things need to be reminded on a regular basis. There are some incredible people out there that I'm getting to know better. I need to help have them be a part of what I am doing. We need to have this as a radio program and a podcast, an additional radio programs, podcast, maybe even some videos, some private communication channels. I, I've even thought about some things that we can do when that day comes that many of the avenues we normally use are thoroughly censored and controlled. And I've had some thoughts in that direction as well. Listen, I'm running way over and I really wanted to talk to let you know I need your help today to make sure that we grow this ministry. You know, the giving has been up and down of late and it is concerning. So if you can help us, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319, 24319. If you go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, you can find that address and other ways you can support this ministry. Believe me, you do not know how much it means to me when I hear from you. I'm not getting paid to do this radio program. We just want to keep it going for the glory of God and to help people in their day-to-day life to find, to sift through all the noise and the nonsense where they can find truth. Once again, the mailing address is Post Office Box 510, the city Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. The zip code is 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to Truth to Ponder for this Thursday, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. A lot of things that I want to share. What I don't get to today, I will get to tomorrow. You know, I have a little book that's been on my desk for about almost two years. And it came from a listener. And let me just kind of tell you, every once in a while when I'm trying to think and I just can't get my mind together, I'll pick up this little book. And... The name of the book is called Pushing the Envelope, Think Like a Fighter Pilot in Life and Business. And I finally, over two years, I've finally read it. And I hate to admit, it's a short book. It doesn't take long. I could probably have done it in an evening, but ever since I started this radio program, I've got a lot of reading to do and reading entire books or watching hour or two videos has just not been a part of my life. I wish I did have more time to spend on specific topics, which is kind of like why I want to get some people to produce some material for this program so I can have a little more time 
in doing the research I need to do and have others do the research that God has called them to do to give you more information so this radio program and podcast and any other ministry associated with this radio program and podcast in any iteration that it becomes can be a source to you for reliable and important information. Now, there are just some stories that I'm not going to get into because I can't verify, prove, or otherwise. If if people want to do their own and speculate on certain things, well, do it. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. There's enough evil today to deal with. I don't need to get into speculating on things that cannot be proven. There's plenty out there that can be. You can see it before your very eyes. The global climate change control narrative. We must drive electric vehicle narrative, even though we don't have an electric infrastructure to make it work. That's pretty obvious. It doesn't take you having a degree in electrical engineering to know that we do not have the capacity in California to run electric cars. And you're not going to build Chinese-made solar panels fast enough to accommodate it. And when you do, you're going to be causing more damage to our planet than the other stuff we got. It, 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 this, is, this is simple science. This is ninth grade science. Easy to understand. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. We can't create energy out of, quote, thin air without the technology to grab the sun efficiently. And the batteries needed to keep all that, this is what people don't want to talk about. This is not the sun coming to your outlet. It's got to go through a process, the sun, to storage capacity, to conversion. It's the storage and conversion that are going to be the real problem, along with the panels themselves. They don't last forever. They can't build them fast enough in China to meet our need. That's just common sense stuff. Then you've got these reprobates that are in the school system talking like that gal about your transgender or your LBGTQ first grader. The only thing I knew about girls and boys when I was in the first or second grade is girls had cooties. Remember? We were not sexualized beings as little children. We just weren't. But see, Satan and his minions and his hordes of demons, that's what they want to do. They want to pervert your child from birth. Those that make it to birth. They want to break the bond between mother and father and mother and father and child. They want children raised by the state. The most scary words I ever heard come out of the mouth of anybody were these. Yes. It takes a village. And it takes a president. It takes a president who believes not only in the potential of his own child, but of all children. 
who believes not only in the strength of his own family, but of the American family, who believes not only in the promise of each of us as individuals, but in our promise together as a nation. It takes a president who not only holds these beliefs, but acts on them. And I'm sure most of you recognize the voice from 26 years ago, Hillary Rodham Clinton, talking about family values. It takes a village to raise that wonderful child with opportunity. Yeah, your child had a lot of opportunity. It's called money given to her by the billionaire class that supported you and your husband. But that's another story for another day. But you notice it's all about the village to raise your child. Mom and dad can't do it. The church really shouldn't be the centerpiece. It should be the government. That's what she's really saying. Take the word village and make the word government. It takes the government to raise your child. It takes the government to fix your environment. It takes the government to push technology. It takes the government to feed you, to give you income, to give you hope, to give you whatever you need. Hope and change and promises. We've been hearing that. I've been hearing that all my life. My parents heard some of that from politicians too. My grandparents heard that way back when, a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. When are we going to come to realize that government can't fix our problems? It really can't in the long run. That's not its fundamental and its proper purpose. I've always said this, and I believe this for so many years of my life. Unfortunately, government is no more than a necessary evil. In a perfect world, if there was such a thing, government would be limited to dealing with protecting our borders, basic common infrastructure, and the punishment of evildoers, and be done with it. That's it and maybe some more, uh, shall we say, power given to states and then even at the local level to determine our futures. But there's always been this desire of the globalist class going all the way back thousands of years to control every aspect of our lives. See, there are a lot of dangers, and this is I don't want to get too deep into this. I really don't today, not today. The dangers of technology is not what technology does to you. And I've had this discussion with many people that really understand technology. I understand a lot about radio frequency technology. And some of the stuff that people say is simply not true. And you're going to get nailed on it someday. One of these days, it's going to come. It always does. People are spreading things for the last three and four years that are simply not true. There's enough evil out there. There's enough real evil we're not paying attention to. That's my, that's my greatest fear, that we're not looking at the real stuff right in front of our eyes. 
Many people that listen to this radio program understand the dangers in many of the public schools around this country, even in so-called red states, conservative states. I can remember dealing with a school board and school administrators in a very ruby red state, in a very ruby red county and community. I mean, really ruby red. Yet those that I had to deal with in my job at the time were among the most to the left of center people I had ever met in that community, bar none. And you look at these school systems compared to when Hillary Clinton spoke 26 years ago in 1996. That was the Democratic National Convention in 1996. And she gave an address as they're renominating Bill Clinton to be president again. It takes a village to raise a child. And this was all a strategy. And then you know, the, the plan for her to do the United States Senate thing in New York was already probably decided in 1994. Let her do her Senate thing and then she can leave and run for president in, in 04 or 08, whatever. It was all part of a, a plan. You know it, I know it. Of course, it wasn't her turn to six till you know 2016, and that you see where that went. They didn't cheat enough. Sorry, but that's that's the truth. Had they done in 2016 what they accomplished in 2020, Hillary Clinton would have been president. No doubt in my mind about it. It came that close. And they just assumed they had it in the bag. They, they just didn't count on enough angry people coming out of the woodwork to finally vote. And only by the slimmest margins in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio at the time, Florida at the time, Arizona at the time, just enough, just enough. They would never let that happen again. No, the dangers as I see it today, the obvious ones, using climate to control your movements, a social credit score system, your carbon footprint being monitored. By the way, and this will be a bit of tomorrow's program and into next week, Google is not your friend. I know we get stuck using a lot of Google stuff. We really have no choice because of the way our world is built. Google's being sued, by the way, and I'm glad, because they were in Massachusetts putting apps on telephones, your, your phone, that use Google products, like an Android phone, to track your very movements for COVID. I hope they lose a lot of money. But see, you know, they could lose a billion dollars today and it'd be nothing but chump change. These companies have been allowed to grow immensely and use their tentacles into every aspect of your life. Those are the real threats. 
I understand. Whenever I, I've, I've got a Gmail account, I know a lot of you do too. I never send anything sensitive to Gmail through Gmail ever. I, I try to avoid Gmail any any chance that I get. I don't want them reading my email. And I want you to notice something if you have Gmail. I have it for my, my junk mail primarily. If anybody needs an address to send me your junk mail, I give you my personal Gmail address. Nothing important goes there anymore. Because they read it. I mean, that's why it's free. They're reading your mail. And they're deciding, if you have Gmail, if something is sent to you by a Democrat, it goes right to the top as a VIP almost. And if it comes from a Republican, it's spam. Even places where I've given my email address to, and I mark it not as spam, it continues to go to my spam box they're controlling what you can see and read they control a search engine the most used search engine in the world and if you look up a topic like COVID-19 or vaccine they will spend all of their diligent efforts to steer you to the stuff they want you to believe, even if it's a lie. So Google is not your friend. Google is basically Joseph Goebbels multiplied by a factor of a billion to lord over your information. Goebbels could never have believed such technology existed. I'm going to get somebody mad now, but I'm going to say it. That's the real danger of some of this cell phone technology. It's not see these strange waves. There's nothing new under the sun in the radio waves. And anybody that tells you otherwise is lying to you or is totally ignorant. It's the speed of moving data and how dependent upon that data we have become. Trust me on that, please. And don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. You better show me your experience and background when you challenge me on that one. It's how it can be used. How we can control your behavior. Electric cars will minimize travel. I don't care what anybody says. You're going to have to stop longer to charge up. For me and my wife to go to Florida or from Virginia is going to take double the time if we're stuck with an electric car. And so people may not travel as much as they did or go as far as they would. Meta, the metaverse wanting you to work at home. And, you know, and by the way, anytime I get an email that starts, I hope you're all being safe. Oh, leave me alone. Go away. I know you're a scam artist then. I hope you're all safe. They use, even the crooks use the virus. But they're not as crooked as the government that used that virus, trust me. And the Fauci's of this world that deserve a Nuremberg-type trial and outcome. They knew what they were doing when they did it. Those are the real dangers. And while we're chasing down rabbit trails on stuff that is not yet the threat, the real threat continues to grow in our schools, in our churches. Yeah, I have a story I'm not going to have time for today. I really wanted to get into it. It'll have to wait till tomorrow. 
evil is present in our world. This ESG, you know, your environmental, social, and governmental score stuff is going to become huge. Cryptocurrencies, how many people try to get me to invest in that to hide my money? I don't have any money to hide. I don't have that much. And how many billions will evaporate? It too, like our regular monetary system, is fiat. It's all fake and phony. And they keep printing more to make what you got worth less. We'll talk about that too on tomorrow's program and maybe into next week. There are some real dangers. And others can focus on the other stuff. I choose not to because there's enough on my plate that is dangerous enough, provable enough to deal with. I'll let others deal with the other stuff. My concern, my concern is how do we reckon with it? How do we live day by day in this world that is speeding toward hell and judgment? Church is speeding toward hell and judgment as well. I mean, let's be honest about it. We'll get into that tomorrow. All this progressive Christianity... It's not Christianity, and it's not progressive. It is regressive, destructive, and damnable. The Satanists want your children. They want to educate your children. They want to sexualize your children. They want to abuse your children. That's what demons do. And our government... All over the world are filled with demon-possessed individuals. I really believe that. I would never have believed that or said that 30 years ago. But I increasingly see it each and every day. That's the only way to explain much of what is out there. Well, I've said a lot today. This program needs to grow in a new direction. It needs. It, I need help. I need your prayers. I need others that maybe God is calling to do something and you just haven't been able to get your work started. Call me. Contact me. Best way to contact me, by the way, is through email. If you have some questions about this program, or maybe God is speaking to you about something you're supposed to be doing, just send me an email. It's real easy. Bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. Bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. I do not have a secretary. I do not have a staff. It's, it's just me. My wife keeps saying, how can I help? If I could teach her how to use this equipment to produce the program, it might help. I've got others who have programs they need to be doing. I know it. Time is short. Time is short. So let's use the time that God has given us. I I worry less about all of the bad stuff in the world. It's easy to point out. And some things that are subtle you need to see that are more dangerous than the stuff you think is bad. I don't trust a lot of people that call themselves conservatives. We know how they, they lied to us in this last election and they're going right back to where they started from. Yeah, the Senate, Republicans, you know, you just put back in office. They're going to be pushing for same-sex marriage at the federal level. That's a big danger we'll talk about tomorrow. If you believe in this work and ministry, I need to hear from you. Would you consider financial support? 
Would you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510. City is Chilhowee. Chilhowee, Virginia. Chilhowee spelled C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. There was a lot of stuff I wanted to get to today. It's going to have to wait. But pray for me that I can continue keeping you informed. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.